Good morning podcast. On today's episode we have Colin Ridgway from New York City and we're going to be talking about a bunch of subjects around street photography. For example, how to shoot when you have a full-time job, how to shoot with big lenses in the streets and also how to connect with your local community and grow your Instagram. I'm super excited to share that episode because I think it speaks to anyone who is not full-time into photography. And even if you're full-time into photography, I think there are a few things you can be learning. So with no further ado, let's dive right into it. Colin, welcome to the podcast. What's up? Thank you, Pierre. It's an honor. It's an honor honor to have you, man. So guys, for the quick story, I've been following Colin for quite some time now. I think he commented or dropped his Instagram one day on one of the video and uh, one of the really Mm -hmm. early ones. And I remember looking at his work and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. (laughs) And it reminded me a lot of New York City when I used to live there. So I was like, I started following, really liked your work, Colin. And then we just started chatting. And now you're on the podcast. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. That must have been, what What do you think, a year ago? Uh, I think. No, no, not even because what? the channel only started in March. Oh, damn. I know, time, time flies. Well, seriously. Well, hey, thank you. And yeah, that was even before I started really getting into this. So thank you for, you know, recognizing me, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, no worries. So I think uh, everyone wants to have a little background on you, Colin. Guys, if you're mm-hmm. listening here, you don't know Colin Ridgway. I mentioned him in one video when I was talking about putting stuff in front of your lens because he's really good at framing people. He's shooting a lot of street photography in New York and he frames everyone. If you go to Instagram at Colin.Ridgway, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. Colin, give us a little bit of background. Are you a photographer? Are you not a photographer? What were you doing? What's the name of your dog? All that. <laughs> I have a cat, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Uh, first off, big cat guy. Um, but yeah, no, I work a basic nine to six job here in Manhattan uh, doing marketing. Actually, actually for Moleskin, the notebook company. Um, it's an amazing job, amazing brand. Um, so go pick up a notebook. Um, but other than that, I guess I'm just a basic hobby photographer. I'm not out here looking you know to get money off of it um i honestly just do it for the passion and that's gonna i think we'll talk about that a lot through this show about the drive and the passion to you know continually get better and to figure out i guess your niche in this space yeah um but yeah man i just honestly i'm focused as you can see focus is straight but i will shoot anything and everything (laughs) <laughs> got it yeah you've shot a little bit of uh like concert stuff also oh yeah yeah like last night we saw what chef west at a hype fest mm. that's kind of neat to because my girlfriend lives she she's into you know the fashion and all that and a lot of other buddies um who shoot photos for street dreams magazine they were there um i'll shout them out throughout the show um so yeah i don't know we've just we've built a solid crew of people who kind of let us do these things and it's fun and why not? That's awesome. Yeah. So I think um, considering, first of all, I want to say Moleskin. I've known them for like uh, years, like since I'm a kid, they've always had great right. products, but what I'm really like surprised and I, what I think is awesome about that company is they're super modern nowadays. They're like innovating mm-hmm. or trying to, to be on kind of everywhere with like the pens and like, think with the yeah. phone it's kind of feel it yeah. with the company but 
Yeah, they're killing it. I mean, yeah, like with the new smart writing set, you know, all this thing. We're we're actually going to Adobe Max uh, oh, wow. next week in LA, so I'm kind of excited. I'll I'll geek out a little bit over everything there. Oh my uh, god, you're gonna go? Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. So we'll see. Oh, my friend Aaron from Flurn is gonna be there. Oh, hopefully I'll meet up with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you see him, you should talk, yeah. you go and say hi from from me. You say, "Oh, I know the French guy Pierre." You know. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, Aaron, <laughs> if you're listening, hopefully Aaron, you're listening to this. I'll be at the booth, the Moleskin booth, that whole week. So stop on by. <laughs> there we go. All right, uh, Colin, we've got a few questions from people that I, I sorted through and I picked up. Uh, two that yep. uh, they left me and i've got one question also that uh is from my side but i think i want to start with something that is very unique so if you're a videographer or a photographer and you like to shoot in the streets you might be thinking most of the time in terms of gear you like to go with prime lenses and maybe you like to shoot a very shallow or 35 or 85 millimeter those very classic lenses but Colin, I think you have a different approach. So the question mm -hmm. is actually from, um, I cannot pronounce that Instagram name, but it's it should sound something like at underscore two. It's asking, <laughs> what is the focal length you use the most when you shoot? I'm going to let you start. Yeah. Um, I mean, my main lens that I carry around is the 70 to 200, 2.8. Um, That's good. Canon, of course. I'm not converting to Sony. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> no, I. Um, to be determined. <laughs> um, but yeah, 70 to 200 I use. It's uh, great for the compression. Like you said, I love framing people, especially using a lot of foreground action. Mm -hmm. um, and it also lets you get candid moments. You know, you don't have to be right on top of somebody and maybe scare them or surprise them you know you can kind of make the shot a little intimate from further away it's kind of creepy yeah i get it <laughs> but uh you know I, I think it it helps tell more more of a story when uh you know you're not too interactive with your subject yeah absolutely i see what you mean now i'm, I'm super curious because guys if you've never like held a 7200 2.8 it is super heavy. How, how heavy is it? Like 1.2 kilo? What is that in pounds? Uh, three, uh, four? Yeah. Four and pounds? Then it's like I have that. My setup's kind of weird for street photography. I, I shoot with the Mark IV with the battery grip with the 70 to 2. So it's kind of oh ridiculous. Yeah. So that's like my workout for the day. <laughs> it's it's just as if you were shooting with the whole um yeah with the 1dx mark ii almost yeah yeah exactly that that's kind of insane so guys imagine it's like it must be what uh three kilos carrying or four kilos carrying around the gear all day that's i think that proves that you're very determined to get your shots mm -hmm. but for anyone who shot with 7200 to 8 you guys know exactly the feeling when you're sh taking those photos and you look at them after, you're like, wow, this is buttery. This is so mm -hmm. beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's one of the reasons, Colin, you, you carry that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, my, uh, one of our best friends, uh, you can find her on Instagram under Jive, J-I-V-E. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, 
you know, when I was getting into the, she recommended the 70 to two, she was like, oh, it's a cheat code for photography. I'm like, okay. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, I took her advice. I saved up, I got it. And that's, that's my, it's my baby. <laughs> like no, no regrets. Not whatsoever. That's so cool. I highly recommend it. And like for concert photos, that's all I use. So it's super versatile. Nice. I'm curious, do you have a focal length you're always at, like on the 7200? Is it more like 70, 110, 85, or, or straight on to 200? Oh my gosh. Um, I doubt it's ever 200, really. It gets up there. It's probably somewhere in the middle. Okay. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. I always give myself enough space to, uh, you know, to, to be able to crop too, like you're talking about in one of your yes. last videos. Um, it's ridiculous what you can do with these cameras now. It's like you can crop it so much and you won't lose much quality, like not much noticeable quality. Yeah, I, I, so. I feel, and, and that's what I was trying to uh, convey in the video, guys. If you didn't watch it, please watch it. That's a lot of people like mm -hmm. gave really good feedback about that video. So I, I guess it's good. Um, but I was talking a lot about uh, basically getting over the fact that a lot of old school photographer would tell you you have to frame your shot perfectly before you click it mm -hmm. and i completely disagree with that nowadays maybe even in the past i would disagree first i don't like to when people tell us what we cannot do as artists because mm -hmm. that's the beauty of it is actually to break rules recreate rules Uh, create our own stuff and and really have a vision and go and do whatever possible to get that vision through on camera on a painting whatever whatever you're trying to express in whichever way I think you should have total freedom to do it um, mm -hmm. so when you're cropping you should never be ashamed to crop like literally there's no yeah. shame and uh <laughs> colin you've seen in the video i cropped maybe like 500 with that photo with the concrete <laughs> is so funny it's awesome and i don't I recommend like, that but what? hey I, it, i mean if that worked yeah <laughs> i mean it works it totally works for me and i mm -hmm. had it uh i showed it at photokina and people could not believe it was cropped uh, awesome. that much but yeah so 7200 so i i suggest you something colin next time you're in your lightroom with your catalog Mm -hmm. uh, go in the metadata and actually pull out the info where you have the filters on your focal length and see which one you shoot the most at. Oh my gosh. It, it's going to tell you like <laughs> you have to 200 shots at 70, 200, 300, at 200, etc. It's interesting. Okay. I did that exercise when I switched from Canon, uh, from Nikon Panasonic over to my sony and i had to buy new lenses i did that exercise because it was very important for me to understand mm. which lens i use the most what mm. focal length so that i could invest uh wisely into the next one that's that's fascinating smart yeah i mean totally smart you really you really realize that there are lenses that you think you really need but at the end of the day you don't shoot that much with those uh -huh. so I actually, and also you can see the aperture you shoot at, and then you, it's going to give you an idea. Do you really need a 2.8? Do you really need a 1.4? Or are you sure. happy with the f4? Cool. What happened for me, my most shot lens with Nikon was a 35mm 1.4. Mm -hmm. And I would shoot it at 2.5 or 2, usually, or mm -hmm. 2.8. Uh, it's a Sigma lens, uh, um, art series. And then... 
when I moved over to Sony, I literally took the 1635 and it's it's locked on the camera 24-7. Really? I shoot at 2.8 most of the time. Sure. Like maybe 80% of my shots are at 2.8. Uh, the reason is I love shallow depth of field, and right. whenever I grab the seventy two hundred, I'm usually around one hundred five. I would say okay. either, either full seventy or one hundred five, mm. um, and maybe thirty percent. I would say at two hundred, and always two eight if possible. Or yeah. if I need more depth, I'm gonna increase it. Exactly. So that's doing. That's a super long winded answer, answer <laughs> to, that, to that question, but I think we touched on very interesting points on the way. Yeah. Nice. Um, another question that mm -hmm. this one is actually going to come from me myself. So I pitched oh Lambert, a little self promotion here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, guys. I'm, I'm uh. joking. Um, so the question for you is I think a lot of people struggle, and I would struggle when I was working. I would actually leave my camera at home and not use it every day. You know, mm -hmm. it's, and even now when I'm doing admin work, there are days I don't pick up my camera for like three days. I kind of feel bad. Right. But how do you, you're working full-time nine to six. How do you deal with that? What's your rule? How do you, what's your philosophy around being able to shoot a little bit and, and push yourself creatively every day? Yeah. Um, I mean, you just got to want to do it, I guess. You got to have some sort of drive and, um, I just, you know, I make the camera like part of my body. I, I just always have it with me unless like, you know, it, unless I'm going out to like a dinner or lunch, whatever. Um, like there are times I leave it at home and I don't shoot. Um, but does, yeah, does it feel like you're naked when you do that? A little bit. Yes. And like, there have been <laughs> times like we've gone out and then I come home and then I'm like, wait, crap. Like I forgot the camera in a cab or something. I'm like, oh, wait, no, I just didn't have it on me. So <laughs> that's the only side effect. Um, Which is yeah, you just gotta you just gotta want it. And like for me, as we we were speaking about earlier today, a lot of shots are in the subways mm -hmm. of mine. I'm like the subway guy, I guess. And that's not because I mean I love the subways, whatever. But I don't have like a weird obsession over it. I'm just always down there, and I think there's a lot of stories to be told in the subway that with the cool. people commuting yeah. you see you know it look people look miserable people look happy people look surprised you get everything down there um because that's where that's like you know the veins of new york mm -hmm. so i think a big part of it too is like wherever you're from you have to look around and you have to see like what you're around all day and kind of take advantage of it um if i'm ever in like a creative slump which happens all the time. Like I go back to what I'm used to and I take the same photo that I do of like the person coming out of the window on the subway. And uh -huh. like that gives me a little spark and a little motivation to keep going and try, you know, from there it's like, okay, now I know I'm still, I'm still solid with this. Let's go try something else. It kind of, you know, it's a spark to push you. So I don't know. And I think people, I hear, I, I get questions like through my DMs about like, you know, how do you get this? How do you do that? Like what, how do you get motivated? It's just, I think people make a lot of excuses, I feel like. And yeah, I don't, for whatever reason, but if you want it, then you're going to go do it. And if you make excuses and you don't really want it, I think that's, it's as simple as that. 
<laughs> so so that that's my i mm-hmm. i'm gonna ask you a question following up on that i think you you're touching a very good point about motivation and mm-hmm. wanting something what do you want out of your photography calling <laughs> i don't even, that's a good question <laughs> um crap i guess i want to go through i guess my time in the i'm not going to be in new york forever you know yeah so i want to go through my time in new york to document as much as i can mm-hmm So when I eventually move out to the suburbs and I'm, I have a front yard with a picket fence and a golden retriever, <laughs> I can look back and be like, damn, like I lived in the best city in the world. And like I captured these unique, amazing moments that look like they're out of a movie. And that's basically it. And if this brings me to another job, if it brings me to other opportunities to travel and see different parts of the world, I guess that's the goal. <laughs> But for now, like I'm just super happy doing it as a you know part-time hobby type thing that's awesome that's mm-hmm. really good it's a part of me think that one day there will be an exhibit with colin ridgeway the subway guy and right. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> some kind of exhibit you know by the world trade center when you go down in the subway you've got like those long uh corridors i'm like i could see your photos there it would be there fun. you go If anybody has a connection with somebody there, let's hook it up. That would be beautiful. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, that yeah. would be really awesome. Let's make it happen. Someone call the mayor, please. Yes. Get the Blasio um, on the line. <laughs> so I think I think you you raised very good points. You've got to want it if yeah. you want to be creative, if you want to get there every day. And I, I'm going to share my personal experience because when... I started YouTube and a lot of you might not know that I have a second channel, which is on travel and that travel channel started as a blog. And when I arrived in New York a few months after I heard about vlogging and I set myself a 30 day challenge. And Mm -hmm. then I just had to create something every day for 30 days of vlog. And guys, I mean, it was terrible. It looked very bad. Um, it, no one was watching it. Like I have videos with 15 views still, and that that's okay because the whole goal was just for me to have that creative challenge. And I really loved it. I really loved the creative challenge. I felt I was creating something and learning like super fast, some something, because when you do it every day, you get really good. And it's Colin, I've been following you for a bit and I totally mm-hmm. saw your progression because Um, the first shots were good, but now we're, we're reaching a really interesting level where I feel you're finding your own ground mm-hmm. and you're finding your really your every time I see a photo in the feed, I can tell if it's you or not almost. So that's cool. Thank you for that. That's a good point, too. Like it put like I also get pushed by the idea of getting better and improving. And I think it's like when you're passionate about something, then you can find you can see that you're improving. Yeah. I think it's crazy. It's just like, I don't know. It just builds your self-confidence and makes you better at things other than photography in life. It makes you happier. It makes you whatever. Yeah. And it's I it's so I, easy yeah. nowadays to see the progression. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you're literally capturing everything, putting it on Instagram. So if you want to know how bad you were, you just scroll yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, I do it all the time and it's amazing so I, <laughs> I unlisted most of, of my videos but uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny uh, but uh, the first one still on you guys can can check it out on the, <laughs> on the travel channel and you, you'll discover what it was about 
But awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's um, challenge yourself, guys. 30 day mm-hmm. challenge, one week challenge, one year challenge. It doesn't matter. My friend Aaron from Flurn, um, flurn.com, the, the Photoshop tutorials and the YouTube channel actually went on a one year selfie challenge, but it wasn't the normal type of selfie. He would mm. do composites of himself in different locations every day. And I love, wow. love his shots of that. Like he literally has one where he's eating McDonald's with a panda, one uh. where he's with like fantasy creators, creators, uh. and he would do that every day. Damn. Yeah. And he told me that's, that's how he got so good at Photoshop too. Sure. Sure. So that every day, guys, 1% every day gets you a long way at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So now we can move on to Lucas.Savoie has another question because he asked a question in the previous or two episodes before. And now it's a question that's kind of interesting. I thought um, we can touch on that and then move super quickly on an Instagram point. He's asking, <laughs> does gear matter or not? Um, oh my God. I want, I want to know what you think because I have my opinion on it. I just want to know what you think. I'm super curious because uh, yeah, the question I've heard this question so many times. Not not even like to me, but just around. It's tough. I honestly go back and forth. Um, like yeah, it, it matters, but no, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> the, like it's yes and no. Yes. Um, I think what I found out like a few months ago about photo, not necessarily about the quality. It's not about pixels. It's not whatever. It's about a story. Yes. If you can tell a story, that's everything. So do that first. Learn how to tell a story. Use your iPhone. Get the best, you know, camera phone you can out there. If you're just starting out, use your phone, whatever. Tell a story and then move on and get the gear that you want that's gonna produce, you know, quality and help you. It's just gonna it's just gonna make it easier to tell that story that you want. But focus on the story. <laughs> That's that's a really good um, yeah feedback. I like how you totally avoided the question, but oh come on, gave, gave really good insight at the same time. Um, <laughs> wait, all right, okay, fine, fine, fine. Well, I guess for me, it, like I I wouldn't be able to get shots that I do get if I didn't have the seventy to two hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, but, like if you're going for that style, then it matters. Like you need that lens. Got it. <laughs> No, no, I, I'm teaching yeah. you, uh, Colin, because <laughs> I think I think it's a question everyone is asking themselves all the time. The C gear that is coming out, you've got that new 2K camera, another yeah. $3,000 camera, another lens, etc. And it is very tempting. It is very difficult. More, Moreover, if you make money, it's even more tempting. You know, when you have no mm-hmm. money, you're only tempted for five minutes and then you remember you have no money. Um, yeah. I think gear matters a lot but gear is not limiting i don't know if that makes sense Mm -hmm. what i'm trying to say is there's nothing that prevents you from getting awesome shots with absolutely any kind of camera yet depending on the shot like you mentioned colin you Mm -hmm. might need certain type of gears for that nothing can replace a super shallow depth of field you know although they have those on the iphone xs and stuff those like the funny effects that are totally done in post uh, by a software that looks kind of cool and it's and it's enough for sending photos to your buddies for now and maybe instagram but if you're really trying 
to get like super shallow depth of field at nighttime. You want the nice bouquet with the light at night. You need that 1.8 or 1.4 lens. And there is no cutting on that, in my opinion, yet. Mm -hmm. So gear matters. But remember, gear is not equal to expensive. It's not equal to price. Meaning you can get a cheap 50 millimeter 1.8. It's going to cost mm -hmm. you nothing. Right. If you get secondhand, maybe like what, $50, $40? Yeah. Not even. <laughs> and you're going to get awesome shots. And it doesn't even, yeah, it, it's not even expensive. So you could have like just super cheap lenses that are great. And, and that's it. That's why I think, I don't know how you take that question, does gear matter? But I think people focus a lot on, oh, I need expensive lenses. I need an expensive camera. Yeah, no. You don't. You don't. Bloody. You don't. Not at all. Have you seen, I don't know. Have you seen that video <laughs> I did with the Nikon D40 and the 51.4? Yeah. <laughs> I have, I've never shot Nikon, but I've never touched a Nikon camera. Really? I love yeah. their dynamics. I know. It's I sh I started with a Canon 5D Mark II. No, yeah. actually, I had a Canon Rebel. I had a compact, then a Canon Rebel, then yeah. a 5D Mark II with a 50 millimeter and a 70, uh, 1740 f4. And then I moved to Nikon, and their sensors are so good. I mean, it's nice. they're really good in dynamic range. But the at first I didn't really like because it felt bulkier. But yeah. the dyes are amazing. Awesome. Really like it. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Um, so that answered the question. And Lucas, if you have more questions, please uh, feel free to shoot. Guys, mm -hmm. remember, before we keep going, I want to say, if you have questions, head over on Instagram at Pieti Lambert, on Twitter at Pieti Lambert, or on the Anchor.fm app. Please leave a voice message. I really want to have at least one of you to leave a voice message. So whoever is going to leave a voice message, the first one is going to receive my presets for free. I'm not kidding. I will <laughs> send you the preset for free. So in your voice message, make sure you add your name and your email at the end. With that being said, uh, Colin, I've got a little question because you are very new to the Instagram game. And I've mm -hmm. seen you actually have a nice, consistent growth when everyone around me is asking, is it still possible to grow on Instagram? Instagram mm -hmm. killed my reach, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's kind of bitching about it. What yeah. did you take? How did you do it? You give us a little bit your feedback, not so much in terms of numbers, uh, because yeah. that doesn't matter but more in maybe in terms of community and what is what has happened yeah i mean i'm still i'm i'm tiny i'm a little guy uh on instagram and yeah i mean i wish i was up there with like the monsters of the 150,000 follower type people <laughs> um you know but again something to push for but yeah i mean i have i always have a lot of comments i have people reaching out to me through messages asking if they want if i can shoot with them if you know they i get a ton of messages it's like it's kind of crazy um what how how did you start what do you think mm -hmm. got you to i mean i think you grew like three four k in uh in about eight months six months something like yeah that. yeah it's a lot about getting i think getting featured like getting featured on certain accounts um i put myself you know, we put ourselves around the right people uh -huh. in the in the community. So, which made us go out and shoot more, go out and meet people. Um, you got to be personable. You got to, you know, be relatable. Like meet people who 
can put you in their story and shout you out like exactly what you're doing right here. Like, this is going to help me now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like exactly this, like become, become buddies with Pierre. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Just be relatable. Be, you know, nobody likes the cocky photographer who's kind of standoffish. Um, Like I'm very open to answering questions, just chatting with people, not even about photography, just about daily life. That's interesting. Um, it sounds like you're you're pushing the social media as as just a social interaction in real life. Yeah, yeah. You got to be social on social media. <laughs> yeah, but more than that in real life, because I I think you guys do a lot mm-hmm. of things like uh, in the local community in New York, to yeah. push to meet up or or shoot together or even photo walks, and I think that's that's really that's really good. I I, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We've only, I've only, you know, we've done two of them. The first one uh, in Chinatown was massive. There was like a hundred people. It was a little too big. It got out of hand. Um, but then I just did another smaller subway walk with like ten people, and that was nice. But hopefully, you know, we'll do we'll do more. But we've just, I've been super busy with a few things. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I have plans like, like that definitely helps. because even from that walk, people mention, Oh my God, thank you, Colin for the photo walk. And then they put me in the story and then you kind of just grow from that. Got it. And it's just, it's nothing other than setting up a meetup where you want the community to connect and meet each other. And that's all it is. It's, it's not hard. <laughs> that's so cool. I'm, I'm planning yeah. to do one in London. I'm going yeah. to be there the first or second week of November. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to, sh- I'm gonna. I was gonna say I'm gonna announce it very soon, but I. I guess I just did. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so if there is anyone in London, there's gonna be two things. One is going to be a photo walk, which is gonna go shoot together for maybe an hour or two. And uh, well, I don't know how many people will come, but another one is gonna be I'm gonna have a dedicated uh, workshop. It's gonna be most likely the whole day, and we'll be talking. Uh, We'll be going out to shoot and editing photos and talking about anything around photography and the business behind it also. And mainly to help people get better. But, you know, more in like one on one, I think we'll have like five people max because with 100 people, it's just impossible. Or even if it's 20, it's it's too much. You you can't give anyone attention, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so it should be sure. it should be fun. I, I really like those photo walks. We did one with uh, Sean Tucker the other day in mm-hmm. Paris. Nice. That was cool. Uh, I was surprised. We had a little group of like 15 people. We put the meeting time at 7 a.m. on a Monday. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and we still had like a good 15 people that came. And I didn't even announce it. He's He only announced it on his channel. And I was just mm-hmm. gonna meet him up to to help him like uh, go around, so I didn't want to, uh, you know, bring it up. And then people are like, "Oh, that's Pierre." <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys. That's awesome. Yeah, but it, it's good. And uh, like you mentioned, like, like using Instagram to actually go forward in real life and and meet and be social, interact, and go. F- yeah, try try to go beyond the the just. Uh, likes and virtual life and uh and just turn your likes into handshakes and beers no there there you go especially beers Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's cool because like i i i'm not like the most outgoing person yeah um but this has totally helped 
to be honest. Like if, if someone's struggling with that, like I was never really, you know, struggling, but I was never, I was always kind of shy, whatever. But now since this whole photo thing happened, it's just helping, I don't know, me be more outgoing. It's kind of cool. That's really good. That's really yeah. nice. Even me with the, with the YouTube channel, whatever, even if I see people, at the end of the day, you're still very, uh, I wouldn't say lonely in a bad way, but you're still very <laughs> lonely when you go out and shoot. And so those yep. moments are are very nice. No matter what what kind of size you're on Instagram, I have friends, you know, they're, they're like 100K plus and they, they will tell you the same thing. It's nice to meet humans and go shoot. Sure. <laughs> do you like shooting uh, on your own or do you like shooting with people? I like chatting with people and shooting on my own. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> or, or no, it depends. If it's street, usually I, I really like to try to... Uh, uh, sink into my environment and I talked about it yeah. in the videos but when I'm shooting when I'm in the nature when I'm shooting adventure which is my favorite thing in the world mm. I love being with other people because that's yeah. when you get the creative juice like flowing and you're like yep. okay okay run there do that we can get that awesome shot maybe try that angle and yeah. you know you keep doing that and there are a mm -hmm. few people on my list on Instagram that I've been following for a while and, and not almost in a creepy way where I'm really trying to meet up with them for mm -hmm. um, to get to shoot with them one day because nice. yeah, I, I just love what they're creating and uh, I'm like, Oh, I want to go <laughs> shoot with them. Let's make a video <laughs> or whatever. I don't care. I just want to, I just want to get there. That's funny. Well, I hey, hope it works out. Yeah. Who is, uh, <laughs> who is if you could choose, I'm going to ask you two questions. One question oh, no. is uh, <laughs> super simple. If you could shoot with one person in the world tomorrow, who would it be? Tomorrow? Oh my gosh. Would I locate to where they are? It doesn't matter. Imagine you can teleport anywhere and be with whoever you want. All right. I'm going to go off the, off the standard tree photography uh, route here. And I'm not going to say you. Because <laughs> that, would, that wouldn't be fair. Um, Jordan Hammond, I think. Jordan Hammond. Jordan Hammond on Instagram or Emmett Sparling. I know two of them. Here, look them up. I'm going to, yeah, Jordan Hammond, J-O-R-D-H-A-M-M-O-N-D. I'm going to look them up right now. Yeah, like when I started on like anything, like any interest in photography, I think I was into landscapes and whatnot. And he might have been the first guy who I, kind of discovered and I was, it just something about his photos made me obsessed with photography um and then i mean he's just in the most beautiful places ever is it jordan hammond uh j-o-r-d oh jordan okay okay because, <laughs> jordan hammond, yeah because there is a jordan also yeah no he's he's a beast um but i mean just because he's in, in the most beautiful places he gets to travel he's like I, I like uh, there's a special place um, oh yeah i've seen his stuff know. i'm actually following him yeah there you go yeah but yeah good cool stuff I, I it. yeah it's cool like just for the i guess the travel aspect going to crazy places but um yeah he's yeah. hitting all the bucket lists maybe him and then i actually got to meet uh cole younger um l.a based photographer nice um 
at an event and he recognized me, which was kind of wild. But he's always, you know, he's doing stuff in L.A. He's on Skid Row a lot. I know. So it's kind of a he his photos are very real. Oh, yeah. Um, super real. And it's just super. it's very inspiring to actually, you know, because he is, you know, he has the connections with L.A. He's like, if you look at his page, it's like, wow, I'm in like the real L.A. Got it. And it's very raw. It's cool. So yeah, either one of them maybe might be neat. Interesting. Yeah, yeah LA, LA is a good place for street photography also. Yeah. Because you've got that great light. It's really cool. Yeah. I'll um, be there next week, so we'll see how much I can get out. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. So mm. Colin, quick question. Yeah. What would you like to ask uh people who are listening right now? Would you like to ask them some something or would you like to give them a little creative exercise or something let me let us know yeah um hmm. interesting i mean i've been thinking i i got a lot of questions um editing questions i love editing yeah and whenever i put up like a before and after on my in my story about a shot and people are like what the hell like how did you do how do you you know how do you even work that out editing yeah so i guess if people think that they would like that or if that's a good idea if I like uploaded raw photos and I made them available for download to do like some sort of editing competition or whatever good like if they can give me any advice on if that's a good idea if it's a bad idea and if so which photos they want to see because like I learned uh editing skin tones uh -huh. from shooting in the subway you know the New York City subways yeah. it's like the lighting is terrible it's inconsistent um so i think the raw photo to the finished photo down there is something that people can learn from and practice so if people are into that let me know i'll send you the files i did it last week to a bunch of people for the oculus photo that i took and i think it helped people so oh, nice. any feedback would That's be awesome cool. i would love to see you before <laughs> after for the metro to be honest Because yeah. your edits are really clean, um, and I'm super. And your darks are really clean, also in in the sense like mm -hmm. it's really dark, dark. Uh, yeah. If that make dark blacks, I don't know if that makes sense, guys. <laughs> but basically, the blacks are not that crushed. Yeah. Um, right. So I, I'd love to see that also. If you can post it, everyone, go check out yeah. Colin Ridgeway without e. So R I D G W A Y. I'm gonna get it right. <laughs> yep, thank you. <laughs> On Instagram, and uh, let him know if you want to see uh, the before after, and if you want to receive the raw files to play around with it, guys. Also, mm -hmm. um, Colin, I think we're gonna wrap it up for today because it's kind of funny as as I keep doing episodes, it gets a little longer and longer, um, mm -hmm. mainly because most of you. Uh, on the podcast are my first interaction with you for example you call it is actually through the podcast and there are so many questions i want to ask and discuss so it's kind of cool and i want everyone to participate in that because i think there is a lot to learn from what you're creating what you're doing and yeah from everyone around the world you know no matter what they're doing no matter what their size is no matter what their status is i think we can learn mm -hmm. from anyone um well said. so colin thank <laughs> Col collins <laughs> sorry i was thinking of the cocktail already no I colin yeah. thank <laughs> nice. you so much for being on the podcast yeah dude thank you i appreciate it this is i mean the third pot it's it's an honor 
Um, I hope it won't be your last podcast. No, I, I mean, hey, I'm I'm the longest podcast so far, so someone has to knock me off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. And uh, guys, we're gonna do a photo walk when I go to New York City with Colin, yep. and mm -hmm. I think we'll put up a workshop together also. So please, everyone, go give a big hi and uh, leave a few emojis of a subway on his profile so we know you <laughs> came from the podcast. Nice. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening. Remember, it means a lot to me whenever you're sharing those episodes because this is how we're growing the podcast. Also, if you find any kind of value and you have a friend that's struggling with the exact same topic, send it to your friend. I think it can be helpful. Or if you have a photo club, whatever. If there are any cool guests you want me to have on the podcast, also let me know. If you know them, send them straight to me. And remember, please ask your question on Instagram and on the Anchor app. Remember, free presets for whoever leaves the first voice message. It's better be a good one. I'm just saying. <laughs> and with that being said, guys, we'll see you or hear you or whatever in the next episode. Have an amazing day. Get out there. Go shoot. Try something different. Try something new. Go shoot in the metro with Collins. See you guys. Bye. Ciao.